the good thing about queer anxiety is once you do it, you're done. Never have to do it again. <laughs> never again. No. It's like the chicken pox. Yeah. <laughs> you get it twice and then you're done. Coca-Cola stole our two stole things, our two bit. things bit. Coca-Cola, you owe us some fucking some money. Fucking money. Yes. And I'm gonna send a cease and desist. Yeah. That, now that's two things, no. bitch. Cease <laughs> and desist. Have you seen the the Sandlot? Was that mm-hmm. a stepdad, Smalls's dad? I think he had a dog in the front yard. Is that what you're but, talking about? No, what? <laughs> no, no. He, he had his mom who made him like. <laughs> what? The reason they couldn't get the ball is because there was a rabid stepdad. <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> The thing is, they went on to go like, and like, and we really hope that, you know, that pushed the envelope a little bit and, and put like LGBT stuff out there for people. And like, <laughs> I don't know if this is the re- representation we need. Like, I think of, so. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville threw the first brick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is Stonewall. <laughs> should we start the show? Yes, we Let's should. Let's start do it. the show. everyone. Hi. I'm Haley. And I'm Zach. And we're, we're not, not together. together. How is everybody doing? Hopefully healthy. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm staying pretty healthy. Yeah, we're recording uh, live in our bunker. <laughs> um, we've got a lot of toilet paper and nothing else. A bunker is actually a great place to record a podcast. It would be actually be perfect. Yeah. I think this whole coronavirus thing is going to be great for us. It's going to be great for the podcast game. <laughs> People have to stay inside. And they'll have to listen to something. They have to listen to podcasts. If you need, if you have <laughs> like several days, like I think how many hours do we have of, of just this podcast? If you were it, to start, go from start to finish. Hmm. It's got to be at least six. It's over 60. Yeah. So it's like, what, two days? Yeah. Over, more than two days. Yeah. It's two days. Sure. <laughs> Call in sick. Say you got Corona. Yeah. Crack open some Coronas if mm-hmm. you're into that. There you go. And then drink up. Go down up, to the bunker. Go down to the bunker. Play the podcast. Mm-hmm. Wait it all out. Wait it all out. Yeah. And then coronavirus will be gone. Mm-hmm. And you'll have learned something. We'll be dead. We'll but be dead. Yeah. But you'll, you'll be, be fine. fine. <laughs> and then you'll have to continue the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> you'll have to take up the mic. Mm-hmm. That'd be so sad is <laughs> everyone's dead and one of our listeners just comes up and is like, hi, I'm Haley and I'm Zach and we're not oh, together. Oh, no. <laughs> With our skeletons in the room, with our yeah, with our the moving our mouths, on. Be, it's kind of beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, oh, I'm not definitely not opposed. Yeah. <laughs> um, the sweet release of death. Come on, <laughs> um, it is important to stay healthy. Yes, I it's agree. It's Important to worry about your health. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And here to help us talk about that is our friend Adam Winnie, who is an actor, an improviser, and a musical comedian. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm doing great. How is everyone? Great. Healthy. Healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm also on the the fence of, I really don't care about this corona business. Like, in the sense of, like, children and old people, absolutely. Sure. But I'm like, as someone with, like, not the best immune system, I'm like, whatever. I wash my hands. I uh, breathe not in people's faces. Um, Yeah. 
right? It'd be really cool if the media covered, like, I don't know, global warming as as they did (laughs) one of these things. Right. It would be cool if global warming was treated like the coronavirus Mm -hmm. right now. That'd be tight. That would be tight, tight, tight. Because that's what you should be freaking out about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Something to think about. Al Gore was talking about coronavirus. Maybe we would listen. <laughs> yeah. We didn't. We didn't. Th- we didn't he tried either. That. <laughs> he tried it. Did a whole movie about it. <laughs> we we like, love movies. Nah. <laughs> there was enough car crashes in that one. It, yeah, that was the big problem. Yeah. If maybe a, if a Transformers movie started talking about global warming, and they should because of those, just the, the gases. The, the Transformers carbon footprint must be huge. Ridiculous. Huge. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Because also, you know that they're not using, like, whatever unleaded. They're using that premium diesel oh, shit. Oh, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. You know? Yeah. They've never been smog jacked. No, not absolutely oh, not. My God. Well, they can't risk it because otherwise somebody's going to be like, hey, this is a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. You open the hood and see a face. Oh. <laughs> That way, that's where the face is. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Just, just Optimus Prime, like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> don't blink. <laughs> he, like, he, like, hands him, he hands him, like, a, like a $50 bill. with. If I was the mechanic, I'd take it. I'd take it yeah, I'd be like, fuck it. Fuck it. Why yeah, not? you're good no to ro- go, kid. No robots here. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, the 32 point inspection that like Firestone does includes like not a robot <laughs> <laughs> and under it not an evil robot yes that most is, importantly that is, important. <laughs> that is very important that's the they should really be checking for that too yeah totally um uh, yeah but health <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah health, health is important speaking of getting a tune up mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. You should get your body tuned up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that, uh, so Zach, you actually recently posted about you're starting this whole new health mm-hmm. journey. Do you want to tell us about that a little sure, bit? Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I try and keep, try and eat pretty well anyway, but I just, I've decided I'm, for the next like couple months, I'm like really actively going after it. I have a personal trainer who's giving me like a full list of just things I can and can't eat and is giving me workouts every day. And then I'm you know, going to be sending them pictures of myself and all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's just a whole thing. Um, I've been planning to do it for a while. Um, so I, like, I, I'm not just going like cold Turkey, like in December I had cut out like all alcohol is kind of like a test run because I didn't, I figured it'd be a lot harder, you know, to cut out all sorts of like sugars and crap and alcohol and everything all at once. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'll do a dry run with that, with alcohol, which is like, Honestly, probably the biggest thing that needs to be cut if you're going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it'll be a little bit easier to, you know, do all the other diet stuff. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm kind of doing the same thing. Where yeah. it's like I cut soda out completely last week um, yeah. and just started working out every day. Oh, my gosh. One week's difference of no soda. I drank a lot of soda. <laughs> really? Like two monsters a day. Oh, I my gosh. Le- that's not soda. That's just fucking <laughs> cyanide. Like, but if I don't call it soda, then I know gasoline. it's diesel <laughs> gasoline. I'm drinking diesel, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Just such a difference already within yeah. like a week, and I'm like, oh yeah, I I think it's healthy to like. I just wanted to see what would it be like for a month mm-hmm. of sure. just changing some things, and like 
the difference a week has made made me like, oh, we'll see how I'm feeling towards December if yeah. I want to go back to these things. Because I think I'm going to be too sexy by December. <laughs> you gotta, you got to pull it back a little bit yeah, in some way. Yeah. Do you, uh, and what's the difference? Do, is it a feeling or do you see a difference? I see the difference. Oh, do you? Oh, my God. Immediately, like a lo- just a lot of my like my stomach fat just like dissipated. It wow. was all soda. Hmm. Wow. And then just like a little bit of working out and toning just like helped chisel in my body features more. Mm-hmm. And then I also yeah. just feel so much more energetic. Mm. I was only really drinking soda more because whenever I didn't drink caffeine, I'd have like a massive headache all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just switch to coffee. Yeah. yeah. We, we've talked about it in, you know, body dysmorphia or just other episodes. Um, just that, you know, I don't always have like the best like view of my own body sometimes. Yeah. And, yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also trying to do it not just because I'm like, you know, oh man, I'm not doing it because summer's coming up. I'm doing it because like I want to do it and I want to like see if I can. Mm-hmm. I think mostly. Exactly. And it's just yeah. like being able to look at my body and be like, this is fine. Um, but I know that if I did some things just for the inside of my body, mm. it's going to affect what the outside is going to look like too. Um, and it's going to be a reflection of like the good health that's going on inside of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I'm really trying to hit towards. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's I, I, I feel like it's going to be a good choice to do this. Yeah. Totally. Well, you have to... Um watch a lot of what you eat anyway though yeah um so i have i said this out loud yet i'm a type 1 diabetic mm-hmm. um for the past nine years by choice no <laughs> <laughs> mom dad um, we have type 1 and type 2 which would you like hmm. <laughs> one please <laughs> it's, it's like the fossils in pokemon you can only choose one <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've, uh, that happened my senior year of high school, which I th- um, is very odd, actually. It's uh, typically for children to get diagnosed. It's juvenile diabetes, but uh, 17. and it, you, Because t- type 1 is, is genetic. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. genetic hereditary. And then type 2, it can be. Um, you can have traits from your genes from your family that like if they are susceptible to type 2, you might be more susceptible to it as well. Sure. Um, but it doesn't mean you're declaratively going to have it. In the same way that type one is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, how did you find out? Like, what Ooh. changed? Oh, so this is uh, my fun horror story. Uh, I love horror st- <laughs> the stomach flu was going around my high school at the time, and we were doing a production of Diary of Anne Frank, and everyone was just like going down one at a time. And so, mm. I finally caught it. And um, the way it was explained to me in the hospital is, type one can typically become active in a body that has it when something triggers it, like the stomach flu. So mm. it was kind of just dormant, like a bear hibernating until that happened. So then Don't I was mess trying... with her kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to cure the stomach flu in my mind because um, it's it like a light bulb doesn't shine above your head. Yeah. This is diabetes the second it happens to you. So I was eating nothing but bread and drinking nothing but regular Powerade for a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And the amount of carb intake I took was insane with no way of breaking it down in my body. So I was throwing up a lot, uh, uh, driest mouth possible. I was peeing like 20 times every five hours. Um, And my blood sugar was 1,500 by the time we went to the hospital, which is 15 times more than it should be. Whoa. Yeah, I was in a coma for about a day. (gasps) Oh, my God. Wow. Which is, I can only describe a coma like a blink. That's all I've said. I just closed my eyes and opened them, and I was in a new room and a new day. And they were like, you've been out for a day. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. straight up. They, I woke up. They were like, you have diabetes. And, and the, <laughs> no tact. But the first no thing, t- it really, it did, I don't remember any tact, but uh, <laughs> the first thing I said was, 
oh, I'm like a Jonas brother. And then I fell back asleep. <laughs> Because uh, Nick has type 1. Oh, okay. Which Got it. I remember, like, watching, like, old Disney Channel commercials. He was like, yeah, I manage type 1 diabetes. And then my 11-year-old year old head's like, I'll never have to know what that is. <laughs> la, 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 Silly la, la. famous boy. <laughs> and Nick Jonas heard you. And he was like, <laughs> oh, my God. He did a little Jonas curse. He smited me. <laughs> he smited. Uh, so, man, what was... What did that feel like when you you le- learned like well a you have diabetes but also like I I can't imagine losing a whole day like that like that's what was I'm, I'm sure both were shocking in their own way I was so tired yeah. like I was in and out of it uh so I I really it didn't bother me too much I was like my body probably needed the rest um <laughs> learning later <laughs> uh, learning later that I could have died in that was the weird part wow. like a month oh. and a half later is when my mom was like no the doctor said that you possibly weren't going to come back and I was like Whoa. you're telling me now <laughs> over dinner yeah <laughs> That is scary. That's scary. Mm-hmm. So now, like, what, you know, what kind of limitations do you have diet-wise? So the type 2 has a bit more restrictions because they are insulin resistant, meaning their body does make insulin, but there's not a way for them to be able to break down these sugars and carbohydrates in their body. I'm also not a doctor. I could be completely wrong, but it's just based <laughs> off of my own experiences. And then type 1 is insulin dependent, meaning... Um, yeah, so, so this is what type 1 is. My white blood cells thought that the cells in my pancreas that make insulin were viruses and killed them all. Mm-hmm. So everything that makes insulin in my body is dead. So even if they put like a new pancreas or something in me, they would just kill, kill them it. anyways. Ugh. So my diet is just no regular uh, sodas or any liquid sugar because that's not great. And then for X amount of carbs I take, I inject X amount of insulin. And it's just like a balancing act for me. Mm -hmm. So my diet really isn't too restricted. But insulin is just like a money cost. So so choosing not to eat a cookie just saves me a couple bucks. Wow. Yeah, because insulin is so fucking expensive. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that, that you kind of like that the insulin is more variable depending on what you eat. I Mm -hmm. didn't know that. But that's interesting. Yeah. So you have to do like a lot of mental math. Yes. Mm-hmm. I used to have a calculator all the time, but I gave up two years in, and I was like, I know these foods by now. Yeah. I got this. I know my carb to insulin ratio. <laughs> got was... it down pat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and you were saying because of that, or partially because of that, you also don't drink or, or don't drink that much. Yeah. No, not really. Um, I was told very early on that it just messes with your blood sugar in a way that you cannot possibly... Uh, predict what it's going to be like at the end of the drink. Mm -hmm. And so even I don't think I've really been drunk except for like my 21st birthday. But I was pretty cross-faded too. I'd also smoked weed and I was just walking Mm -hmm. around a gay bar in Kansas City just like so dazed and confused. What is a gay bar in Kansas City like? (laughs) Whatever you'd expect it to be. Um, (laughs) Well, eh, it's cute it depends on which one you go to Missy they've got B's great the... barbecue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe at uh bistro 303 so there's a couple in kc bistro it's 303 is somewhere over the rainbow right or something no. like that no mm. we do Oz. have a we have a woody's and a buddy's okay Aww. you don't go to buddy's though buddy's is the weird one. Oh, okay <laughs> buddy's is the shout weird. out <laughs> leave a comment if you've been to buddy's don't go KC. <laughs> don't go there simba <laughs> Uh, the scene is actually pretty alternative, mm-hmm. I'd say. It's like a mix of like the the farmers that came from the Kansas side and then like the radical people that still lived in the city. So 
home values with buzz cuts mm -hmm. and shaved eyebrows. Yeah. Wow, that sounds like a fun mix. It sounds interesting party. Right. Kansas City is a new Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Is okay. It? <laughs> so declarative. <laughs> yeah. All of Kansas City's like, no. <laughs> All of Portland's like, uh, no. <laughs> Austin's like, what about us? Yeah, what about us? <laughs> I thought we were the weird ones. <laughs> Shut up, Every Austin. City. I think any city that spends too long trying to say, like, we're weird. Like, I don't know. Like, what does that mean? Pick a thing. Like, what is that? Like, you, weird doesn't mean anything. Portland claimed it. They yeah, did, and Portlandia did. cemented it, and we should all leave that alone. Mm -hmm. I feel like the thing is, like, New York is fucking weird, but they don't <laughs> spend all this time saying they're weird. They just do it. They just crawl out of the sewer and just be weird. Yeah, make a cowboy. Yes. Um, True. Philly like is so weird, but are you, again. Are you calling uh, Portland a poser? A little bit. Ooh. I just think, like, if you spend a lot of time advertising about yourself in a certain way, like, Right. I mean, uh, you know. It's, I'm a nice just, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I'm so well, nice. I also just Fuck think, like, bitch. it's like anytime somebody, like, has a self-help book or a book on, like, screenwriting or something, like, you know, you spent a lot of time writing this book. Why weren't you writing scripts? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, you say, no, you know, the answers, but, like... Where where's that movie? <laughs> mm -hmm. Zach is pulling no punches, no punches today. today. We're like coming so for you, screenwriter authors and <laughs> Portland. Hey, and, and also Portland. and also all of Portland. I think some. And while we're at it, Tangelos are super weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them. They got a weird nub on top. What's that about? There's nothing in that. Be an orange. <laughs> <laughs> or idiot. Idiot. Be an orange idiot. God. <laughs> I do not like self-help in general. I I feel like there's something general, like a little predatory about it. You mean like uh, as like a marketing As thing. a marketing yeah, thing. Yeah. I, mean. I, I think like especially there's a lot of it in like the health world as well. And I think in general, being healthy shouldn't be something that you have to pay a lot for. You yes. Know? It, it's so expensive to get information. I think that's garbage. I like – like or – I don't know. Um, like, I hate that I had to, like, you know, I am having, like, to pay somebody to give me, like, all these tips. I feel like here's – you should just have a list of – if you're really trying to help people, like, here should be a list of foods that you can eat. I get it. They're trying to make a living as well. It's but, capitalism, yeah. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. yeah. People it, need to make money. People need to make money, make money. But I think health food stuff should just be available. Well, just the thing information. is, yeah, the, I mean, that should come from the government. The government should create like, hey, and not the fucking food pyramid, which mm -hmm. is made by General Mills. Like, yeah, it, it should have like a true like, uh, you know, health here, kids. This is what like healthy eating looks mm -hmm, like yeah. and like what you should be doing. All that shit. So right. I hated the food pyramid because it put sweets on like a fucking pedestal right up top. top and i was like yeah <laughs> i love that i'm gonna climb that like a bread at the bottom <laughs> yeah <laughs> Boo, bread. i'm gonna like step bread. on you yeah <laughs> this is something that zach and i have touched on a little bit um as someone who doesn't drink that much alcohol especially because of your diabetes like mm -hmm. do you find that there's pressure in the gay community to drink to kind of like you know fit in or, or anything like that? I'd say a little bit, mm -hmm. um, especially with like new people that I have just met and everyone's drinking. Because then 
I really don't need to t tell new people immediately. Actually, I don't drink because I'm diabetic because then it just becomes like a pity party surrounding me. And it's like, that's not what I wanted either. <laughs> yeah. That's not a fun way to socialize. No. Anyway, so that's what we're talking about right. now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you also don't want it to make it feel like you're judging them for their choices. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Yeah. It's this weird uh, just I acknowledge the role that I'm playing in that moment as just I'm not drinking and I don't try to bring anything up after that. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Some people can maybe be a little, little pushy about it, but in general, just, yeah, I find like if I just go, oh, I'm not drinking tonight. Or even if I'm just, if I just pass on that one drink or just say that I'm just passing on that drink, then, you know, I'll, that should be the end of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I find that like, I think in most communities, like I think that our, whatever your version of the, thing in high school you took that was like don't drink and drive like mm -hmm. and don't pressure people to drink don't give in to peer pressure i feel like that actually transferred over really well so i actually don't think i don't find a lot of people pressuring others to drink yeah. not nearly as much as right. i was led to believe would happen right <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> everybody's trying to make me do drugs but i'm wondering if that pressure exists in yourself as you know what i mean like Sometimes. all these people are yeah all yeah. these people are kind of There's doing pressure this thing. to have a good time right and to kind of be like, want to match them at their level oh, kind yeah. of thing. Be fun. T taking a shot with everyone is so fun. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. it just is. It's a bonding experience. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I think telling yourself that that is not the only bonding experience is very helpful. Mm -hmm. Just because you didn't do a shot with them doesn't mean you can't hang out with them. The shot lasts a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That bonding experience is a second long. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And then the longer second of you all going, ugh, ugh. Ooh, oh, and making faces at each other about like, mm -hmm. oof. Yeah, or that's a, that, two seconds long. Yeah, or there's that one guy who's like, that was nothing. Nothing. And then there's the other guy who like drank half of it and like looks around awkwardly and just tries to finish the shot <laughs> with his head the turned. Sipper. That's the me. Sipper. sipper. I'm the sipper. Do you sip? I'm either the sipper or I say, which people usually grant me this concession because mm -hmm. I, I hate shots. So I'll say, I will shotgun a beer instead. Oh. And people are like, that's fine. That that's counts. cool. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do a shot. I will do a keg stand. <laughs> That's me. That's exactly. Me. <laughs> I will crush this keg yeah. over my head. Is that cool? Does yeah. that count? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will butt chug this beer <laughs> through a funnel. What do you think um, frat parties are like now amid the coronavirus of it all? Wow. Oh, I'd say they're just as stupid. Probably just they as stupid. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Beer and... kills the germs. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's cool. I I sold off this this uh, this beer funnel before. Like, go ahead. Man. Playing fine. beer pong was buck wild. Mm -hmm. Like, you would just you know like because nowadays I'm sophisticated and I play with water. Right. But back then, you know, you would play like with the beer in the cup and you'd throw the ball, miss, and it would go on in the, some in the lawn on the floor, disgusting frat house floor. Mm -hmm. like and a, then you there's a frat dog running yeah. around too. You, yeah, you'd wipe it off with your crusty shirt <laughs> and then just flick it back in. <laughs> it's amazing we didn't get more sick. Yeah, it's really it surprising. Might be, could be because of it. You're, you you know, using those germs and they're building up a resistance. A huge immune yeah, I used boost. to say the same thing about eating at McDonald's and Taco Bell all the time <laughs> and not getting massive diarrhea. Mm -hmm. I was like, I just built an immunity to it. Yeah. Like just taking a little bit of poison each day. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, it is uh, like whenever I uh, cut out alcohol for some time, because I've done it a couple times now, the first weekend is always the hardest one mm -hmm. um, just because – 
you know, during the week you're like, all right, I got this. And then, yeah. oh, no, the social obligations are here. And mm-hmm. um, I remember the first time I did it and then the, that first weekend I went to a friend's birthday party and it was a pub crawl. And my God, was it the worst four <gasps> wow. hours of I bet. It's oh. just, you're just, there's nothing else you're for just you crawling. to do. You're Is just crawling. Yeah. To the people getting drunker and oh, drunker. I knew nobody at the party. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. It Which was a work friend. Would... Ah! I don't even know why. I mean, she was a, like a good work friend, but like <laughs> I knew her and nobody else. Mm. Was she just like obliterated and having a great no, time? It was, I mean, everybody, I think it was it, it was fun. Eventually we wound up at a barcade, which like, thank God, like, you know, something <gasps> That's else fun. to do. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was just, oh man, it was a really hard for the first weekend. And then once you threw that, I was like, I can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you get to the weekend too, you're like, cool. It's a pattern. Right. It, that's the thing with any health thing. It's it's about creating that pattern for yourself yeah. to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I think that's what makes it so difficult is because especially now that we're older, mm-hmm. a lot of our social kind of things aren't like bowling or going to a movie or playing a sport or something. It is like, let's all meet up at this one place and we're going to drink. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. basically the idea of the Well, we've party. had a couple questions about that, specifically that question about, like, what do I do in New York if I don't drink? Because a lot of people don't meet up at their houses. They go out somewhere to a bar or mm-hmm. maybe a restaurant and you drink. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're hanging out with a lot of people who do drink because, mm-hmm. you know, they don't think, like, I need an activity. They're like, the activity is drinking, drinking. and talking. And talking yet louder Louder and louder and louder. <laughs> I, I can talk to someone who's drunk when I'm sober and be fine. But if you're like massively drunk and we can't carry a conversation, then I just, I feel so weird. And I'm like, what is going on in your head that's not yeah. clicking with mine right now? Mm-hmm. I like to find like a sober buddy at a party for sure. sure. Yeah. But you do smoke weed, yes? I'm a massive stoner. Okay. <laughs> Dab, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. And I also acknowledge that I probably should cut back on that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been thinking about doing a break for a second. I took like a week-long break a while ago, and I honestly, I was, I was very depressed that week because mm. um, I wasn't able to de-stress mm-hmm. in the ways that I was had built that coping device to be and just... I felt so much better the second I smoked again, um, hmm. which is like not great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 not great at all. I, I totally know what you mean because I feel like I'm in a similar place as you. And I have also wanted to like take a drinking break, mm-hmm. partly for health reasons, partly to just be like, just challenge yourself to do it. It's like yes. yeah. a good thing to do. It's a good thing to like not, because I like rarely get drunk. So it's like not like I'm the type of person who's, out partying, getting fucked up. But I am the type of person who's like, I'll have two beers after work. But it's like pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, maybe I should like try and not do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking like, oh, I'll like kind of switch over to just weed. And like, that'll kind of be my, you know, to get me over that hump mm-hmm. of like not drinking. And then it's like, but yeah, I know that's not a great... Because you're, you're just substituting one a crutch for a crutch. crutch, crutch, for yeah. a crutch. I, I want to say that I think weed is much better for you than totally. alcohol. Sure. Um, and as a diabetic, it's really good. Um, CBD specifically is great for helping monitor your blood sugar. Really? And just de-stressing is That's amazing great. for your blood sugar because that can help it fluctuate in negative ways. Mm. Um, but also, it's not a cure for diabetes. Like I can't <laughs> right. just like justify it. I'm a stoner because of my diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Thanks. <laughs> 
You can't just get into a sensory deprivation tank and just de-stress away your diabetes that way. <sighs> well, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have massive anxiety, which like weed totally helps with. Oh yeah, and absolutely. And I'm curious as to what my next, if I did decide to cut cold turkey and weed, how would I deal with that anxiety besides other medications? Cold turkey. <laughs> just that. eating cold lunch meat. Yeah. <laughs> I've been eating lunch meat. I've just been in the best just mood of my life. <laughs> I'm addicted to lunch meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm a deli head. What can yeah. I say? It's okay. It's okay to have a little salami as a treat. Frank, you've had so three loaves. Salami. I don't know what they Frank, come in. Frank, you've become a delinquent. <laughs> oh. I never come up with puns oh. like that. <laughs> For real, though, there was like a My Strange Addiction where there's a British woman who was like addicted to eating cheese. And they showed her like uh, how much. Real? Sorry, go <laughs> Which is, it is, it is also like maybe the most like British thing you could ever see. I could totally picture an episode of Wallace and Gromit where he's addicted to cheese. <laughs> oh, but, whoa. But so they like showed her a representation of all the cheese she was eating in a year. Mm. And at first they were like, they poured out like a duffel bag of cheese and they're like she's like wow that's a lot like oh no Bucklin and they just <laughs> was the first stuff bringing it in until like this whole room is just filled with just so much fucking cheese like wow. I, I think it's it's good to have like a, a swap over but you can fall down pretty much any rabbit hole you know mm-hmm. right I think you gotta cure whatever the underlying thing is whether it's the anxiety or the mm. depression yeah. or something like that addictive personality addictive personality yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a power in moderation and being able to not just fall down that hole mm-hmm. and there's some things in life that I've gotten much better at with and uh, the fact that <laughs> I haven't drinking a single soda in a week I'm like that's, That's great. amazing That's for me. I'm a monster yeah. with monster. Like, <laughs> not great. I don't know if that's legally soda. I will. I still don't know. I will claim for my own sake. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. That is a good. That is a great victory. Great. You should be really proud of yourself because that is tough. I mean, even like small. And I think that's what it is. Like, congratulate yourself on these small victories because it is really hard to Absolutely. do stuff like we that. We have a long yes. life. You should pat yourself on the back more often. Yeah. Well, totally. it's way easier to do these small things chisel away at little things at a time mm-hmm. so you can you know like yeah break up this one piece of rock move that and then work on the next thing and the next mm-hmm. thing and the next thing and then eventually you know you're healthy and fixed <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah rome wasn't built in a day um yeah i think it's it's just super easy especially with you know i don't i know this is cheesy but with the instagram at all to look at your neighbor's you know yard and be like why don't i look like that like fuck mm-hmm. you know um why don't I look like that right now? I feel like I'm putting in the work. I think that's the biggest stressful thing for me is that, like, y- you feel like you're doing the work. And also all those, like, you know, Insta or self-help things, again, I can't stand them. Like, it, it, the dogma of it is if you just want it enough and work hard enough, mm-hmm. you'll have it. Mm-hmm. And you start thinking, why don't I have it yet? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like I'm doing it. I feel like I'm working hard. People are like you just need to move more and eat better. Like I'm moving a lot and I'm eating well. Yeah. Why do, am I not happy? You know. The and thing it sucks. Yeah. The thing they forget to the little coda to that that they forget to add is that so many of these people have a third thing, which is that they won the genetic lottery. Yeah. Yeah. Your and genes th- are different than theirs. Yeah. Yes. That is a thing that no one tells you, and it's like there are some people who eat pizzas all day and they have six pack abs Mm -hmm. and then there are some people who go to the gym every day eat really well and are still a little like pudgy well yeah i mean there's 
like physical strength and then there's like you know like the the looks strength right the, and like, the health mm-hmm. yeah because you can not technically look like a bodybuilder and still be probably just as strong as mm-hmm. them and able to lift anything they could yeah. right i mean just as an example when i was like 17 or something i was working at a I think I've talked about this. I was working at a chiropractic clinic slash medical weight loss center. Okay. Florida, baby. Um, <laughs> it was also a KFC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was also a KFC Taco Bell. And, and a Gator Farm. And yeah. a Gator Farm. <laughs> but I was working there, and they were like, hey, do you want like us to <laughs> – so random. They are just like, you want us to like do a blood test for you? And I was like, sure, I guess. <laughs> and they were oh, like, yeah, we do blood tests, too. <laughs> yeah, we've got the guy here. Like, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Um, so they brought him back and I was, so I was like 17, five, six, probably 105 pounds. I was like really, really skinny and small and like thin. And, you know, people would say like, you know, she's healthy ish. And then mm-hmm. they were like, got the results back. They were like, your triglycerides are like through the roof. Mm-hmm. And they were like, do you eat a lot of like potato chips and shit? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> I do. They were like, you're unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> But if you look at, but it's because I, again, I, at, at the time, I mean, my metabolism was like insane. Right. Same. You know? Well, yeah. We also confabulate the ideas of like health with like, quote unquote, like skinny skinny or Mm -hmm. muscular or whatever. Right. Like, and that's, it's not the same thing. No. Yeah. uh, I get a lot of that being Mm -hmm. diabetic and being so open about it because a lot of people look at me and they go, you're not diabetic. You're what? not obese. And I'm like, right. you're one just being rude to obese people. <laughs> right. Um, and rude to me to my face right now. Don't tell me I don't have a disease, you bitch. Yeah. It's also ignorant. It's mm-hmm. like you don't have to look like a certain thing to have a disease. <laughs> yeah. Why would I lie about that? <laughs> yeah. As I'm taking the shot in my arm, you don't have diabetes. <laughs> yeah, huh? <laughs> Do you get that a lot? Um, I'd say a little bit more than people would think. Wow. Um, That's when, pretty wild. Yeah, when people first see me, um, also a lot of times they'll, I dress um, in clothes that do that kind of hide the curves I have. So I do look more, I'm very tall and just like, I look more like a slender guy. And so they look at me and uh, they, I'll, I'll show them like I have a little bit of stomach fat and they'll be like, oh, well maybe just like a little bit of exercise and you'll be fine. And I'm like, that's the other one. <laughs> Wrong type. Yeah, yeah. People try to give me medical advice all the time. Mm-mm. All that's the time. so wild. Yeah, I think because everyone just has an uncle or a cat with diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, I'm an expert. My friend did offer to give me um, their cat is off of insulin, and they offered to give me their cat's insulin. And I was like, that's so sweet. Score. I will ask my doctor if I can take (laughs) this and make sure it's the same. I'm sure. That is great. Definitely the same. So, like, if you're offering something, that's great. But I I just don't think I could ever tell anybody dealing with, like, even something more serious like cancer or HIV Mm. how to deal with, like, their medical conditions. Hey, do you Mm. want some catnip? (laughs) (laughs) I hear that helps. Maybe that'll help you out while you're doing chemotherapy. <laughs> but that is, you know, it's so funny and sad that you mentioned you wanted to take this person's cat insulin because that's just such. That's I should not have to be at that point of life where I'm like, should I take cat insulin? Yeah, I mean, I ask the doctor. I found this actually amazing thread. I mean, amazing but sad thread that I think it was like, it was for it was for an animal like that like an Amazon thing that you could buy for an am- animal. It was like. Some kind of medicine for cats or something. Mm-hmm. And all the reviews were like, oh, I gave this to my cat, quotes, and he started feeling a lot like they were clearly buying it for their wow. 
family members. That hurts yeah. a lot. It's crazy. I have to find it for you. That's the other thing. And we talked about it a little bit before, but also just health in, in general. Like, so what was it? It was the two things, work and then also wanting it enough and then also genes, but also money. 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 That's yeah. the other thing. Totally. Yeah. Because, and what's nice is that you do see a lot of the, not a lot, but you do see some of these actors who are super buff and are saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a studio is paying me to be a full-time gym rat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're sending me my meals. And yeah. I have a nutritionist and all these things. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so don't feel bad if you feel like you aren't exactly where you want to be right away. Mm-hmm. It takes time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes you're put, like, sometimes it's, it's going to be harder for you than it is for other people. Right. And sometimes it's going to be easier easier for you than it is for other sure. people. Sure. So. I think a big part of it is also finding a support group of people who are, like, encouraging sure. you and being like, whoa, I can see a difference already. Yeah. Because it just it motivates you. Doing it by yourself is, honestly, I think it's impossible. That's the thing is, like, when, when you're posting, like, photos or something online feeling bad about yourself, it's not necessarily, like trying to get attention but it's mostly just because it's it's nice to show yourself that mm-hmm. you are doing something you know yeah and like i like that you posted about mm-hmm. you know this journey you're taking because it's like i'm sure it's you know to get support from your friends but it mm-hmm. also just hold yourself accountable yeah. <laughs> totally. more than anything yeah but also i did i did part of the post was like please don't offer me alcohol or sweets i have a like i just I have a weak. huge <laughs> week i have or i just have a very huge i have a huge sweet tooth Oh, if I see a pink box in like the break room, <laughs> it's over. It's yeah. over. When we were at Drag Race uh, viewing party last Friday and there were cookies brought out, I was just like, I do not want one of these cookies with like a big inside yeah, smile. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. I ate one of those cookies. Of course. It was great. But it only is... one. <laughs> I think I did only have one. That's great. Good for you. Mm-hmm. I had like two or three. <laughs> well, no. you don't have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> It is a weird love-hate relationship whenever you see one of those pink boxes mm-hmm. in the break room because you are happy and mad at the person who oh, brought God. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How it's like nice a... of you. <laughs> but yeah, I figured if I just like let people know, like, hey, this is the thing, this is what's happening. You, I would hopefully get a few less people being like, oh, just have one. Yeah, you know, uh, bad friend, bad yeah. friend. People who do that, right? right. Honestly, I yeah. mean, they're trying to be like fun and all that but yeah fun doesn't necessarily equal food and drinking mm-hmm. right and yeah that's one of the things that i worry about is in order to curb my drinking like smoke more weed right mm-hmm. and then oh here come munchies <laughs> <laughs> and now i eat a lot more but i so that's what i've been trying to do actually lately is i've been smoking weed and then denying myself food if you can that's great because weed also jump starts your metabolism yeah i actually just choose the snacks ahead of time um i and eat a lot snacks. of sugar-free jello yeah like an insane mm. amount of it because it's mm. carb-free and it's bare it's nothing i'm eating water it's like celery mm-hmm. exactly yeah um and so i'll just like eat a massive bowl of jello <laughs> after great. smoking i mean a lot of that's people smart. think that you have to you know completely limit yourself eating anything but it's actually more often that you have to just be eating more but it's good stuff eating mm. more good so if right. you can munch on like you know carrots and and stuff like great. right i love you know. veggie straws if i do want like a potato Ooh. chip craving oh yeah yeah i don't feel as bad mm-hmm. it's still mostly potato <laughs> i don't care <laughs> <laughs> veggie straws are definitely not on the list of things that i can eat <laughs> but potatoes are 
Just like oh, regular potatoes. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. They're much better. Yeah, yeah. It's so long. That's what's nice. It's like the list is long. I've also been like, I want to see this list. Don't I will. I've been sharing with people because again, I think these information should be like out there. Right. I'm not like blasting it out because obviously I'm paying this woman and she's very nice. Right. But um, yeah, if a friend is also like looking for a little guidance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great, I'll send it your way. Um, I'll just post it on the Twitter. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, your favorite healthy? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, but yes. Is there anything that we should say before going into a game? Is there anything you want to say, Adam? Or? Um, I think just like your health is your responsibility. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you... <laughs> just got to love yourself enough to want to go down that direction. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a it's a hard battle for right. sure, but I'm very thankful that I was diagnosed when I was cuz that was such a culminative point in my life, graduating high school and I don't know if I would have handled it as well if it was any earlier or later. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It is a big change anyway mm-hmm. in your life and to have another thing like is that is huge. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd also say to slow down more. I feel like a lot of people are trying to rush through things so much, and then they're not able to really think, oh, should I have this drink, or should I get right. it? If you just like take a second for yourself and really think about like all of the things that could happen from that choice, you'll probably make a stronger choice. That's a great mm-hmm. point. Yeah, slowing down and focusing on you, because it's, yeah, it isn't a race. It's just you, mm-hmm. and you're doing your personal best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you have a long life, so you yeah. don't have to make quick choices immediately all the time. Mm-hmm. That's a g- well said. And Great. if you goof up once or twice, oh, whatever. Yeah, love yourself still, it. yeah. Yeah. Have a little cheat. <laughs> As a treat. As a treat. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, I do love whenever I have a low blood sugar, my medicine is literally candy because I just need sugar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have some Starburst in my bag right now for emergencies. Just in case. Oh, emergency Starburst. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right, speaking of um, making choices. Oh, okay. I've put together a little game for us. Okay. And since we've been talking about, you know, eating well and different types of uh, diets, um, I've created a game. And basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to read to you three diets. Mm -hmm. Okay. Two of them are real. Okay. One of them I made up. Oh, good. (laughs) So you're going to have to tell me which one's the fake one. Okay. My mom did several diets, so <laughs> good. I'm ready You might be good about this. Mm-hmm. All right, let's 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 do it. Okay. Mm. So I'll read you the name. I wonder if any of these real ones are ones that my mom did do, though. <laughs> let's find out. You'll have a leg up in this. We'll see. Okay. She might have done some of the fake ones. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not very effective. <laughs> okay, first up is the taste bud diet. This is a numbing solution uh, is injected into your tongue to render your taste buds ineffectual. Thus, you wouldn't be able to taste for days at a time, and you can make healthier choices. Oh, yeah. I mean, so much of, like, I, have to, I want to eat this is because I want to taste it, not because, ugh. I, I mean, to... okay, I kind of get that, but what a, what a route to go down. <laughs> it's a little black mirror. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Two more. The baby food diet. Um uh. This entails eating upwards of 16 jars of baby food per day instead of regular meals and snacks. Oh um, and th- But you can eat one regular meal every day. Oh, thank you, baby food. <laughs> one, one big kid meal. As a treat. Yeah, as a treat. <laughs> and then last is the dessert with breakfast diet. So every morning you eat a breakfast that's high in protein and carbs, and then you finish it up with dessert. 
That sounds way too good to be true. I've, I'm, I'm still like, taste bud cannot be real. What health mongol would just stab himself in the tongue? It's a very <laughs> bold thing to be the first part in this game, which is why I think it's absolutely, absolutely true. true. Oh, you're right. I oh. also feel like the suit, the baby food thing. That feels I realistic. I've heard of. Yeah. <laughs> the dessert with breakfast. I. I want to believe it's true. I want to believe. I'm like that X-Files man. Mm-hmm. Um, which one is he? I'm going to vote for Taste Bud. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say Taste Bud's not real. I think it's dessert with breakfast. Adam's correct. Oh, <laughs> my God. Who would pay money for that? <laughs> I think people would 100% pay money to not taste anything if it meant true. lose weight. Well, Zach, you have a new business practice to go down. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So the... D- Good news, dessert with breakfast is is a true Great. one, and it's actually backed by uh, studies. It really? Works. Yep. Um, but I will say, so the taste bud diet is fake, but I I was inspired by the tongue patch diet, which mm. was real. It was developed by a cosmetic surgeon in Beverly Hills, in which you sew a postage stamp sized patch of plastic mesh on the top of your tongue, making it too painful to eat solid food. <gasps> what? Okay, so this one was not so crazy. It, it wasn't so crazy. This is actually worse. This is crazier. This is the crazier one. What? And this is real. How so, did you downplay an insane thing? Yeah. If you don't remove the patch within a month, though, the tongue may start growing over it. It also costs around $2,000. Only in Beverly Hills, baby. To turn Ooh. yourself into a weird mouth sideboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo, okay, so good job, Adam. To make it hurt so much you can't eat. That's a million times worse than making yourself not be able to. Exactly. I think mine's better. I think yours is better. That's why I'm saying people would absolutely do that because I guarantee people pay $2,000. And mine would be cheaper, Even when you said it, I was like, tongue patch. Oh, like a nicotine patch. You just like put it on your tongue. No, it's sewn into you. Yeah, it's crazy. My idea is better. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Next up. Okay. Here's the next three. Mm. We have the avoiding swamps diet. Okay. My mom did that. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I've been it sounds like I've been on this diet my whole life. Yeah, I've never been, I've to, never a been swamp. to one swamp. So <laughs> um so yeah, it's the theory is that um fat people <laughs> live near swamps mm-hmm. and that um you should move away from the swamp to lose weight. <laughs> next up Are there a lot of fat people near swamps? <laughs> If it's if or that's was tr- if someone that's true, just looking at alligators? Yeah, it's not the swamp that's doing it. You know, although you got to be running from alligators all the time, you can't be that fat. You got to be fit. Got to be fit. <laughs> Run <Any>. serpentine. <laughs> all right, next we got the cotton ball diet. Um, <gasps> this is real. This is real. This is uh, okay. This is where <laughs> you basically eat a cotton ball instead of fit. You fill mm-hmm. your belly up yeah. with cotton balls. Yes. I feel like I've heard of this. Yeah. So you feel full, but then have no nutrients in your body yeah yeah okay next up is the pop song diet Mm -hmm. um this is while you you're eating a meal you eat for the equivalent of one pop song then pause eating for the equivalent of one pop song until you finish the meal and the idea is like to prevent you from eating too fast which that feels right to me that feels right people do eat too fast because you're there's like a delay your stomach doesn't know it's full for a couple minutes and then it sent mm-hmm. until it, it takes a while for that message to I send think it's to your 20 brain. Minutes? Yeah, it's a, it's longer than you think. I love the pop song diet I like actually. That. Um pops okay, pop this swamp thing But it can't be the first one two in questions a in a row. It's also it's so stupid shit, it might 
that be a thing. It is like I'm totally sure that there's like some stupid correlation equals causation person who thinks mm-hmm. that that's true. It's not, but the cotton thing is. Re- I'm gonna go pop song just, and my test taking abilities. I think it's pop song. Right. So, and these are all the ideas that they're real diets. Like if somebody was doing it, because the cotton ball thing is, I can't imagine anybody's literally saying like, try my new cotton ball diet. You know, this is just something I know people were doing. But that would still count, right? If people are doing it, it counts. Okay, got it. Man, (laughs) I think swamp. I'm going to go swamp. That's what my heart says, but I was really good at taking I know, I feel the exact same way, but I was wrong the first time. Adam is two for two. <laughs> the pop song one does sound like it would work. I want to do it, actually. That yeah. I made great. it up. I should write a diet book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sell some money. Just, Just inject your tongue with this goop. And then, and sing, then a pop song. sing a pop song. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it. <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more day. All right. Um, you got to tell me about the swamp one. Let me though. tell you about the avoiding swamp style. Please. Um, in 1727, Thomas... <laughs> <laughs> It's coming together. This makes more sense. Thomas Short observed that fat people live near swamps. His treatise titled The Causes and Effects of Corpulence introduced the only logical weight loss tip he could deduce, move away from the swamp. (laughs) (laughs) 1727 was a wild time. And then so you guys know the cotton ball diet is is real. Um, Yeah, not so much a diet as it's just actually starving yourself. And, in, like, eating things that are in chemically... Yeah. You have yeah. to pass those. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's yeah. crazy. What is it like when you poop out just... A cloud. Co- <laughs> is it just cotton? Like, it's okay. just wet cotton at the end? Ugh. Probably, but because a cloud sounds lovely. <laughs> it does sound nice. If it came out like a cloud, but you know it comes out like a wet, like, it's soggy... It's so bad. It's bad. It sounds bad. So do the pop song diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do the pop song diet. I'm going to try tonight. It's yeah. the best song to do the pop song diet, too. Mm, what's what's a really you could probably go through a whole album of like yeah you know you could take an album to eat a meal mm-hmm. yeah great i'm just trying to think or of an like ep a... at least mm-hmm. yeah All right. yeah if you're a quick eater <laughs> um that's perfect i do eat sometimes like i'm in a race oh same so that honestly the pop song diet might be great i'm usually the first to finish mm-hmm. and then it's like five to ten minutes before someone finishes yeah. too huh I've got something going on here. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, All we right. know this. <laughs> Haley's got it going on. I've got it going on. But she's also a weight loss guru. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew, guru? That's what I'll call myself. <laughs> Who knew, guru? You're so good at this. <laughs> but who knew, guru? And it's just me on the front of a book crossing my arms. <laughs> I come up with bullshit. I love hey. it. Yeah, but you you have to have a doctor's coat and a stethoscope on to, in, to insinuate yes. that you know what you're talking about. One of those like weird mirrors on my forehead that I've never seen any doctor wear no, ever. No. All right. Next up, we've got the slimming soap diet. These are soaps that you could wash on and it melts your fat away. <laughs> Is that a um, diet? <laughs> it's definitely some sort of weird project product. I don't think injecting your tongue with something is a diet. True. True. Or sewing a thing onto your tongue. True. Then we've got the cutlery diet. This is where you eat every meal and snack with a fork and knife. Um, so no finger again, foods. Again, to slow it no down. Finger foods, no finger yeah. foods. Um, I and wish then, there was a version where you had to use like doll knives. Which <laughs> which <laughs> it takes extra long. And then we've got the vinegar diet. Um, <laughs> That's drink, real. 
drink plenty of vinegar daily um and uh, plus one cup of tea and the side of well the side effects kind of make you just vomit Gross. so it's That's, kind of like a so terrible enough thing vinegar to make you throw up because and apple cider vinegar is good for you mm-hmm. and it's recommended to have it like a yeah. tablespoon. That feels like an old wives' tale. The third one. The third one. So the soap that makes you lose weight, weight by Dove. Do I think it works? No. Do I think somebody maybe tried to sell somebody that garbage? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So what but was the second one again? The cutlery diet. This is where you eat every meal and snack with a fork and knife oh, uh, or a spoon. Realistic too. Well, I know my score is better than Zach, so this question doesn't matter. No, it doesn't I, just... matter. <laughs> I also thought we were playing together, but it turned no, out. No, 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 no. This, um, this... I'm going to say the fork and knife diet. That's what I was going to say, too. And I'm not going to change my answer yeah. to beat you. There you go. So, yeah. Okay. You're correct. Yay! Yes. So there is something called the fork and knife diet, which is about a different thing. That's kind of about quitting meat. So this one is the cutlery diet mm-hmm. and it's fake i made okay. it up um but the slimming soap diet so in the 1930s you okay. could oh, uh, okay. yeah you could uh buy soap products like fat oh no and fat off <laughs> fat off fat off and yeah. it's a fat off <laughs> there's a fat off going on <laughs> so then there's the vinegar diet um so in the 1820s uh lord byron came up with this and it was yeah drink plenty of vinegar daily plus one cup of tea and one raw egg Side effects include vomiting and diarrhea. So that <laughs> one did not God. work at all. That feels like a very 1800s. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, people are taking, quote unquote, slimming teas that just make them shit their pants. True. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not, we, we haven't learned that much. Right. It's not rocket science. No. They were just throwing spaghetti or vinegar at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> seeing what would stick. There's always going to be somebody trying to make you shit your pants to lose weight. <laughs> Doesn't matter what year it is. And those <laughs> are the pioneers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last one. Okay, um, we've got the friendship diet. I um, love this. What? So this Let's one, <laughs> this one is um, you eat all of your like main friends. meals with. <laughs> <laughs> you eat all of your friends. <laughs> you eat while watching Friends. Oh. <laughs> um, you eat. Uh, so, <laughs> time he says we're on a break. <laughs> uh, so you eat all of your like big meals with friends or family, um, and like talking will help you keep from will help you keep from actively eating Mm -hmm. and the social setting the idea is the social setting keeps you from like binging like eating a whole bag of chips and stuff like that um then there's the abstinence diet um (laughs) this is uh as it sounds basically don't uh, eat don't eat no stop having sex is that a diet or is that just abstinence this feels like something that like kellogg did at his whole sanatorium, like yeah. his whole like his whole thing was like, you know, badness comes from you know people doing you know being lustful and all that. So yeah, yeah. Did you say Kellogg? Yeah, like the cereal. Yes, <laughs> yes. He created Kellogg's cereal to stop people from having sex. That was like anyway. We we can't he, go into this. He whole created way. the cereal as a health this. thing. Actually, as a health thing. There's yeah. some good podcasts about it. He yeah. failed. No. Well, I mean, he created a huge <laughs> cereal empire. Empire. But not, that wasn't what he said to you. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Um, next up is uh, the vision diet. Mm-hmm. So the idea is the color blue is supposed to suppress appetite. So uh-huh. you should um, 
either surround yourself with blue surround yourself with blue or like wear blue tinted glasses i've been told that red increases appetite which That's, is why a lot of fast food restaurants yes. have red in their logos yep it's true red and yellow poor subway yeah oh no subway has yellow okay they're fine yeah. <laughs> they're fine <laughs> yeah uh yeah, and it's, there's something about blue that there, there's a reason why all social media apps use it in their logos. It's like, especially oh, yeah. like a blue light makes it harder for you to like go to sleep or something like that. Oh, and interesting. And so you'll stay up online later. Huh. Something about it. And how like iPhone messages are blue. Mm. And that's why I always Whoa. fall asleep whenever someone with an Android texts me. There it is. <laughs> I don't Ding. care. Are you sure it's not because they're Android users <laughs> and they're uh, lame? So we have the, what is it? The, the friendship diet. Friendship diet. Which I want to believe is true. You you have to eat with friends and family. That seems like a great rule, actually. It's a good rule, but also hard to do when you live on your own, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, also, most of Haley's things have been ways of stopping you from eating or lengthening yourself eatings in certain ways. So I feel like I'm leaning towards that one. The other one was abstaining from sex. I want that seems true. I feel like it's true. That We've had like a lot of like old fashioned things that's gotta be on there. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is just the vision the blue one. Surround yourself with blue, which is I'm gonna vote for that one as fake because okay. it feels like that's not what the point of blue is. Right. Yeah, it feels like it's much more social media. I'm sticking with the first one. Zach is correct. Yes. Whoa! You're right. I didn't do any food. Yeah, spe- I didn't do any food specific mm-hmm. ones. It was good. It, Thank you. Yeah, it was good. This is going in my Who Knew Guru book. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> These games. That one is harder to do though. The being you have to be around people. Well, that's eat. why I wrote family because mm-hmm. I was like, if you have a family, it's probably not yeah. hard. I just wanted to believe it was true. I loved that sentiment so much. <laughs> friends and it f- would be plants. nice. Or if you have roommates, it might be easier. Mm-hmm. Roommates and friends. Or plants. Or plants. <laughs> Cats, dogs. Uh, wait, so the abstinence one. Yeah, so in yes. 1830, Sylvester Graham was a Presbyterian minister, an early vegetarian who believed people were fat because they had too much sex. <laughs> Although his diet of abstinence so much, so much. <laughs> Although his diet of abstinence and veggies didn't last long, he's known today as the father of graham crackers. So this was actually called the Graham diet, mm-hmm. but I changed it to the abstinence. Don't have diet. sex. Eat all a graham of, yeah, cracker. All of these people, like yeah, the graham cracker and the the Kellogg's like cereal, they were so Crazy. about not having people fuck all over the place. <laughs> Quit and fuck. It's just I know I'll make a weird cracker or a. <laughs> Pencil shaving cereal. That'll do it. Right. Also, I am actually, because we were talking about the crutches and stuff like that, and I'm wondering what it's going to be this upcoming month for me because when I quit drinking the last time for a month, man, my sweet tooth went off like crazy. Oh, yeah. But now sugar's off the table. So, Uh, And you're doing sugar and no alcohol? Yes. Um, So probably going to be just like fucking a lot. (laughs) It's probably going to be that. It's probably going to be that. I'm I'm sorry, Brent. I'm on a diet. That's great. (laughs) I need you. Um, sorry, Brent, or you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, and then you can maybe like you can not have to go as hard at the gym because you're doing a you're already going so you're hard doing cardio going so hard. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that was great. That was, yeah. You did a lot of research for this. That was Thank fun. you. I appreciate it. Was so it. fun. I love that. I'm I gonna get like a tongue I'm... patch tonight. I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna get me a tongue patch. All right. So now is the time when we move on to you get to ask your one judgment free unfiltered question and we have to answer to the best of our ability. And you yeah. look so excited. Yeah. Usually we've had, you know, in the beginning of the show, 
way way back when you know we had to straight of the week every week and now they're sort of like here every so often when we you know can't find somebody good um (laughs) no i'm joking but uh you know they used to be able to ask something like they've just always wanted to ask a uh gay person or a lesbian um but when we have queer people on the show they get to kind of make it whatever they want yeah um and mine is queer centric uh so hypothetical question um let's say that there is a doppelganger of you out in the world who has all of the same interests same looks same everything is that the question (laughs) Um, that was the follow-up. Um, but this doppelganger is 100% heterosexual. Whoa. What would the differences in your life be wow. in your straight world? Great question. Yeah. I don't get to fuck him, huh? <laughs> I don't think he'd be interested. Question, does the doppelganger man have the same like family or were they built in a lab? Or they have a perfect, exactly have, the same life? Think more alternate universe. Alternate universe. Yeah. The straight. Exactly everything's the same except Mm -hmm. you're just straight. Mm -hmm. I love this question. Yeah. (laughs) I imagine that they're living in the Baron Stain universe. (laughs) Because I'm Baron Baron Stain. Yeah. Baron Stain? I'm Baron Stain. Baron Stain. We got swapped at some point. Yeah. Okay. Um, The straight Zach in the Baron Stain universe. I feel like straight Zach is Z A C H. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, he's horrible. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he probably like, I don't know. I definitely grew up thinking that I definitely wanted the whole, you know, wife and kids thing mm-hmm. and like getting married at like 23 or four, like my parents. Yeah. Who knows if he, if, if he would have ended up doing the whole film thing or if he just would have went to a school for business or something and got, you know, and he's probably, I mean, probably doing pretty well you in business. You think not being queer would have stopped you from going to film school? No, I don't know. But I um, I just think I would have maybe been a little more, I don't know, boring. Or if I did, my films probably would have been different yeah. anyway. Um, probably, uh, I think maybe my interests would have been different too, you know? Yeah. Like I, I probably would have been doing some films like where the female characters have nothing to do <laughs> you know i would have been like really into christopher nolan <laughs> and just like yeah i just you know i'd just be trying to make memento again or something <laughs> some bullshit like that and i would always just be like if somebody didn't like my movies i'd be like well, you just don't get it that must be just too smart for you right I'm really bad at taking notes <laughs> Everything would be somebody else's fault, <laughs> especially my bitch of a wife. <laughs> the old ball and chain. Oh, my God. I would try stand-up and all my – I mean, I've already – I have yeah, done yeah. stand-up, but I would try it and get really mad that my, like, ball and chain jokes weren't landing mm-hmm. and I'd make it the audience's fault. Too PC. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. I always worried that – alternate universe straight Haley would still be stuck in florida mm-hmm. um because of all the swamps so <laughs> yes, <laughs> i'd be so close to so many swamps i'd be huge but because like everything else is the same right except mm-hmm. being queer i do think a lot of stuff would be pretty similar i would probably still be where i am again obviously my films would be mm-hmm. different i have a feeling i might have had a i'm not like other girls phase though oh my god yeah. Ugh. 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 
and been like, I don't hang out with guys because they're not drama, you know. <laughs> oh, she sucks. Um, <laughs> I think I would chain boyfriend. I would mm. have like chains mm. of boyfriends, probably. Because I mean, that's how I kind of was before mm. <laughs> before I started going to therapy. It was just mm. like serial dating. Mm. But yeah, I, I I think I'd be mostly the same, except. I would have taken much longer to learn, like, very important things, mm-hmm. you know? Huh, interesting. Like, being queer helped you get Just to more like, life lessons probably like, early on? So, like, empathy, Absolutely. Empathy things like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think, like, you know, because I've talked about this on the show before, but, like, you know, raised by, like, pretty redneck parents, you know, so who have uh, beliefs that are buck wild. Yeah. So... Growing up queer, like as a 14 year old teenager, it made me like kind of reassess everything. Oh, parents aren't perfect. They're not always right. And like, mm-hmm. kind of like, because, you know, if they don't like gay people and I'm a gay person and I'm fine, you know, like maybe all this other stuff that they say is bad mm-hmm. isn't so bad. I had the same thing. Um, well, my dad's father passed away when I was 13. And uh, I found out after the funeral, um, and this is when I was starting to like really realize that I was gay. Um, more, I mean, I knew when I was six, but like this is when I was wow. like, oh, this is the word for it and I'm doing it. Right. Um, yeah. That's when my sister was like, yeah, grandpa was gay. Really? That was such a weird moment Whoa. for me. And the, the, like my parents would never talk about it. And then after I came out, I found out that um, my mom's twin brother is also gay. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. And it was just never talked about. They never talked about it. And like figuring these things out, I was like, oh, yeah, I can't trust you two fully. Wow. Right, right. Yeah. And so if you hadn't been gay, like you might have grown up like probably being uncomfortable with gay people. Absolutely. I grew up you in know? Kansas. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was a cool part of Kansas, but still, those those mentalities were definitely still around when I was growing up. Totally. Except for, yeah, Buddies was the one part. <laughs> Don't uh, go so there. Great. I Don't wouldn't have there. known about Buddies in the straight world, and I would have been a much saner person. You could have just person. walked in on accident. <laughs> I was just looking for some Buddies. <laughs> Any friends in here? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> What's Too that, close sir? Too friends, for my taste. Yeah, I, th- I think on a certain level, some of, like, interest would have been different totally. just because when you're young and you're gay and whether or not you know it there's certain content that is like a like we've talked about is like a dog whistle to you yeah yes. you know there's certain stories that you are drawn to and then later in life you found out oh yeah everybody who made that is super gay mm-hmm. and those that's what they were talking Hinting about it, that's yeah. what they were doing and indicating honestly the sandlot was that for me the way that benny the jet rodriguez looked after smalls i was like i watched it again as an adult and i was like why is my heart fluttering from yeah. this and i was super into that stepdad in the yard <laughs> <laughs> well you're right even the way that like when they shoot it like the way smalls like is observing him they shoot it like he's looking up and down like a sexy woman you yeah. know what i mean like it is like true admiration, mm-hmm. like totally. So I get like that subtext is for sure there. Mm. But yeah, you're right. I probably would have never watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like I would have just like heard about it and then been been like, okay, this is weird. Yeah, you would have watched Star Wars with your boyfriend. Ugh, <laughs> with my loser boyfriend who would play video games with. Gross. And his favorite character is Han Solo. Yeah, he he gets pissed when he has to play a girl character. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have never played with girl characters. Yeah. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Always, um, like, in Smash Bros, Peach, always a big main for me. Or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, in the original Mario Kart, before I 
No, even in the new ones, Toda is my girl. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I talking about? Toda is my main forever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, there are you know some straight people in the arts, but um, <laughs> some, but but uh, but <laughs> you and fleeting, yeah. thank God. But I do like really wonder how much I would have like I, like theater was my gateway into just a lot of things. I mean, I, reading mm-hmm. was it, like storytelling for like I, I read a ton, but then movies and and theater were so big for me. Same. And I don't know if I would have had as much of a draw if I wasn't gay. I'm. It's maybe. I just. I don't know. Right. I don't know if I would have had that like confidence to like, like to know this is something for whatever reason I need to do. Yeah. If I wasn't. Hot I take. I don't know. Hot take. I might have experimented a lot more with hairstyles. Oh. That was straight. Oh. That's interesting. Because I've had pretty much the same hair forever, mm-hmm. just like kind of long. Sure. And I think that if I were straight, Haley, I probably would have wanted to try some edgy haircut to mm-hmm. give me some kind of edgy clout. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to be like, yeah, no, I'm an artist. Look yeah. at my hair. You know? Is that something you wish you had from straight Haley? No. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not no, no. I'm fine with it. But I think that because I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm gay. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wish I had the body confidence that I'm sure straight Zach has. Same exact body, but I'm sure he's like doesn't even question that right you know he's got like a bit he probably even has a bit more of a beer belly right totally you know but it the the scale the hot scale is mm-hmm. different it's calibrated differently sure for straight guys just assume, meaning like if you're a straight 10 yeah. you're a gay eight or something or whatever yeah you know yep big straight energy yeah straight <laughs> energy yeah hmm it's a very good question yeah, I like fun. that. Thank that you. was a fun thought experiment. Thanks. Yeah, I love that. I feel like uh, it's important to be like, oh, being queer has actually been a benefit of my life. Absolutely. I, 100%. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that ultimately is the takeaway. Mm-hmm. 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 And straight people can burn. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Haley would not have appreciated that, but like adult Haley definitely does. Right. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of clinging to, especially when coming out of like, you know, I'm not any different because of this. I'm like, oh, yeah. Obviously, on a soul, like, down to the... Of course, you are you. Mm-hmm. You know, you are. But the way being gay has just enriched my life in so many ways since coming out, like, I wouldn't give that away for Absolutely. Right. That totally. was, like, in my coming out letter. Like, do not treat me differently. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, years and years later, I'm like, nah, I am different. Yeah. Right, but there is the fear of not being treated like a human. And there right. are plenty of people who don't. Right, you know, right. But, but we're in a much better time. Absolutely. Except mm-hmm. for coronavirus, 2020 is our <laughs> year. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, Adam, for being on the show. Thank you so much. This was so fun. I'm yeah. glad you had a good time. So did I. We had a great time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so where would you? Uh, where can people find you online? Um, on Instagram, you can look at at Adam is diabetic. Excellent. Because. Yeah. Um, and then I also uh, I put up original songs on my YouTube. It's just Adam Winnie, W-I-N-N-E-Y. They're very funny. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's great. I don't agree sometimes, okay. so I appreciate it. <laughs> um, Zach's actually going to help me film a new video at some point, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I'm so excited about because most of mine are home videos, and I feel like Zach has uh, talent in making <laughs> production mm-hmm. That's happen. True. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I Zach. know how to point a camera at things. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Zach, where can people find us online? That's a great question, Haley. Um, we can be found, uh, this version of ourselves, not the alternate version of ourselves. I don't know where they can be. Do you think we'd be friends? 
Probably, right? But we'd do you think be, we would we be met? together? It'd be a different... Di- Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I broke you guys. <laughs> All right. Wow. Trauma bomb. Uh, we, us, this version of ourselves can be found on Instagram at Not Together Podcast, on Twitter at Not Together Cast. We're on Facebook, just We're Not Together with Zach and Haley. Very easy to find. Um... Uh, let's see. Uh, you can also email us at nottogetherpodcast at gmail.com. Please keep sending in those questions. We love hearing them and we love answering them. Uh, and if there's anything else that you'd like to send us, just say hi. Again, safe word is artichoke if you don't want to talk about it on the show. <laughs> um, just email us with that too. Yeah. Thanks so much. Good job, Zach. Yeah, did I miss anything? Is there anything else that we need to say? You nailed it. You're perfect. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> And um, again, thanks so much to Adam for being on our show. We appreciate I loved you. this. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so Let's fun. do the friendship diet. Yay. <laughs> the friendship diet. Yay. Yay. Well, once again, I'm Haley. And I'm Zach. And we're, we're not, not together. together. Bye. We're Not Together is produced, hosted, and edited by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. And our intro music and theme song is composed by Barry Anderson. 